Welcome, or welcome back, to another exciting episode of the Neville Goddard Podcast. Today we're going to manifest under crisis. Because every now and then shit happens, doesn't it? It just does. Right? You set it into motion at some point in your life, doesn't matter when. But when shit hits the fan, you have to be able to imagine lovingly. We're going to cover today a couple things real quick. Number one, your desires have their own plan and power of fulfillment. Number two, the value of stopping and being still. And one bit that I missed in the podcast that I want to put first is this. When you take the time to know specific events of your day having gone your way, when you take the time to give life to your dreams and desires, to bring them into your day, you do not have the time to sit there in passive imagining dread mode. Passive imagining dread mode is where a lot of people get stuck in crisis. And the key with that is stop and be still. And start giving life to the lovely. It's really important, gang. Stop the dread cycle by giving life to your dreams. Let's dive into the podcast. Have a great day. And thanks for sharing. I really appreciate that. Every time someone shares and subscribes, that just means heaps to us here. See ya. All right, so we're going to dive into a reader email today, but what I want you to keep in mind right from the beginning is that your desire has its own plan and power for fulfillment. Neville Goddard says it. I've played with this stuff for decades. I do notice it's true. Your desire, your desires each have their own plan and power for fulfillment. The big key today is you are the operant power, so let's dive in. Mr. 2020, how would you handle my situation? This is from Kay. Name change to protect the innocent. Hi, Tony and Victoria. I hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. Uh, We were. We did. It's Monday here now. It's Monday morning. You sure look fine. So, and I feel like singing. So, uh, Kay, you get to enjoy my lovely singing voice. My current situation... I have this bill that is coming out of my account. I thought I had enough money to pay it, so I paid it last week. But it turns out somehow I didn't have enough to pay it, and I got charged an overdraft fee twice. I finally have the exact amount I need for the bill to come out, but I need to go grocery shopping, and I have nothing in my fridge. How do I go about manifesting going grocery shopping and still have money to pay this bill by Monday? I'm sure the bank will try to take the money by Monday. I really enjoyed the YouTube video you did about spending money is speedy money. That's a good one. But I don't know how I can apply it to this. All right. I know you said a manifesting can't be put on a timeline, but tomorrow is the only day I'm free to go grocery shopping. I work 11-hour days all the other days. Please help. All right. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Uh, It's actually coffee and hot chocolate this morning. Let's dive in. Your desire has its own plan and power of fulfillment. Your desire does. By the way, your problem, your current situation doesn't have that plan, doesn't have that power. This is really important because in the Four Mighty Ones, we begin with the producer. And uh, the producer begins with just... A vague, wouldn't it be wonderful? Wouldn't it be nice? How cool would this be kind of feeling? The producer determines what gets on the stage. The producer suggests a theme. You know what would be really cool? 
having a full fridge with stuff you love. That'd be really cool. If, uh, if I made enough money that an overdraft fee is not a big deal. That'd be really cool. See, there's where we want to begin. What's the actual desire, not the problem? You know, if, if you doubled your income and worked half the time, it'd be really cool. Like, what would be different about your day? What would be different about your refrigerator? What we want to do is we want to chunk up a little bit and get over the problem. When we chunk up a little bit and we get over the problem, it's sort of like having a perspective where you get to go, right, what do I really want here? Is it, I, I get you're in a crisis. <clears throat> We've all been there. God, I, I woke up a couple months ago. It was a Sunday morning. I always go hit the outdoor market at Sunday morning now with all this newfangled technology. They actually take credit cards so I don't take money. Debit cards, credit cards, whatever you want to call them. And so, uh, you can tell I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> so, uh, I open up my account because I always make sure I've got a grand in there so I can, yeah, you know, like, buy anything that I want, including, like, fill up the tank full of petrol and not care what the price is. And lo and behold, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the negative. I'm never in the negative. <laughs> never. Right? I, I keep an eye on things. I move money around as I desire to. And so I'm in the negative, and I look, and apparently I've been up buying, like, uh, hiking boots in Nebraska, whiskey in uh, Norway, and sports betting. Man, I did a lot of sports betting. All that in the middle of the night. And uh, the problem is, like, uh, like you, on Monday I had a uh, auto bill coming out for the uh, leisure center. And it's like, good lord. So, uh... I shut down the card, right? I imagined it was no big deal. And they fixed me all up, uh, I think it took about 36 hours. This is what's really, really cool. Now, here, now, here's why I mention all that. I simply first moved into the state, the experience of radio, right? No big deal. You know, if you hit a pothole and you're driving a bicycle, it hurts. If you hit a pothole and you're driving a BMW, it may disrupt, it may make you spill a little coffee or go, ooh, right, a pothole. But you keep driving. It's a lot easier in a BMW than a bicycle. And I suspect this is where we really get to play today. What's your desire? I bet your desire is something more like to have a fridge full of food. Maybe work half the time. Like you mentioned that you work 11-hour days on all the other days. Like, uh, we want to move from problems to desires. If you doubled your income and worked half the time, I bet you'd never bump into an overdraft fee. If you doubled your income and worked half the time, yeah, doing something that you love, which you may or may not be doing something you love, I don't know. But but you'd have more free time. And and this is what I really, really quote unquote want to stress. It, it's these stressful incidents that really bring to this this is the opportunity to go, how do I want my day to be different? We discovered a couple years ago, which is why we put the Dream Driven Day program together. How do I want my day to be different? That's important. That's really, really important. Because if your day were different, yeah, hey, you'd be able to show up any day you wanted to.
If your day were different, you'd have more money, less stress about the money. You'd never get close to zero unless somebody takes your account sports betting and buying whiskey in Norway and boots in Nebraska. So my suggestion is this. Since a desire has its own plan and power of fulfillment, first I'd move to the end of just, hey, you want a full fridge? You, you imagine what it's like having a full fridge. What's it like opening it up and like, you know, like Victoria and I, we've got a problem. We open up the fridge and we can't find shit. There's so much stuff in there. And I keep going to the outdoor market and buying things like marmalades and sauces and all sorts of yummy shit, olives. I think I've got four different kind of olives in there. Don't tell Victoria, right? But if you imagine up, what do you desire? I imagine it's, it's not just a full fridge, but it's a full fridge with variety, with stuff that you enjoy. And I can tell you, if you start to settle into stuff like that, the changes will happen that will bring your, your dreams into your day instead of just surviving a problem. So that's where I'd begin. Just start to move into the desires instead of the problems. Part of the problem is when cortisol hits, we go into orbit around a problem. And we want to do something about the problem. And we have to do something about the problem. And if we don't do something about the problem, the problem's going to get worse. And then we start imagining consequence. And you'll remember that Neville Goddard taught for us to imagine what implies your wish is fulfilled. He didn't say to imagine the consequence of your problems. And it's the same machine, except, see, when you imagine the consequence of your problems, you're imagining something about the future because of something that happened that hasn't happened yet. When you're feeling it real, you're imagining something about the future, experiencing in the past what you've already desired as if it's already true. Yeah, let that cook your noodle. In other words, I woke up this morning without a problem. And I woke up without the problem of knowing what is my podcast going to be about. Because I imagine making a super yummy podcast that gives to a heap of people. I imagine getting your feedbacks on it. And you send me an email and I get to be the blessing for you. And here's the thing. If I imagine the problem trying to figure out how to make the podcast work, it just feels rough. But on the other hand, if I imagine your emails, if I imagine your success stories, because what I'm imagining for you is nothing to do with this Monday, but to deal with the rest of your life. Because at some point you imagine something that has you working 11 hour days and bumping into overdraft fees. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna imagine you nailing your Joseph Goddard's daily so that you're inserting specific wins into every single day. And I'm going to imagine also that you're giving life to your dream-driven days, days where you have free time, days where you're doing what you love and making a decent wage. Because each desire has its own plan, has its own power of fulfillment. Neville Goddard says you are the operant power. It doesn't operate itself. You can, you, you, you can you know, worry and go into devastation and stress. We've all been there. Or you can move into that state of, you know what, there's plenty. Plenty in the fridge. There's plenty, plenty of time. There's plenty. That's what I'm doing. 
And by the way, if you want to revise, revise any of the panic. Because I know what it's like. When I woke up and I saw I had less than zero in my main account, first thing is, what the fudgesicles, man? Look at this. What if it doesn't work out? What if... And I get to stop. And I get to be still. And I get to let that state of cortisol die. So that my dreams may live. If you got gold, first of all, share the podcasts. I love that you guys are sharing. Sharing is caring. Second of all, go visit nevillegoddardstore.com. We've got a lot of goodies there. And what fits in most with today's podcast... The Joseph Goddard to the Max. You can also go to josephgoddardtothemax.com. If you go there, josephgoddardtothemax.com, you're going to read about 21,237 emails. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the pearl. Hodge sickles, man. I need more cho- or less chocolate, more coffee. Scratch that. If you go to Joseph Goddard to the Max, you're going to learn about Joseph Goddard to the Max and why we really insist on nailing 5 to 10, 6 to 12 specific wins every day. Specific events that you know you will encounter today haven't gone your way. And we also share how to do it easy and fun. So that's Joseph Goddard to the Max. Have a lovely day, Kay. I'm imagining lovingly for you. What's it feel like when you open up the door of the fridge and you can't see the back? You can't see what's in there. Good Lord. (laughs) What a cool imaginal act that can be. Have a great day. See ya.